trigger warning this episode contains sexual abuse and sexual assault content and also offensive <laughs> What's up, everybody, and welcome again to another episode of Talks with N. Hi, guys. Uh, so this episode is a part two from our previous episode. Yes. Yeah, so one of our listeners had um, written in and asked that we focus or elaborate more on um, child abuse, sexual Ooh. abuse. So like molestation, pedophilia, all of that thing, all of those kind of things, because she had an um, experience where a friend, her friend's daughter was... Um, sexually abused by her biological father um so because Mm. they were close and they had this bond no one suspected anything you know so it's more on you know what are some warning signs or what are some things to look out for for when a child is being sexually abused Mm. wow this topic um i'm just thinking like this has many many answers yeah yeah, um first of all thank you to the listener who sent through this topic um wow this is a pretty hardcore topic i think something that's important is educating your children at a young age yeah even though they're young like say from two up especially when they're around two three four you might think that like they don't understand but they will lock something that you teach them in their heads and, and as they grow and progress then uh, they'll understand more they'll be more understanding in what you're trying to teach them yeah. i believe that it is important to be open about this topic and letting that your child know or children know that you know what is okay and what is not okay you know what's acceptable and what is not acceptable and maybe even other ways that they could sort of uh, protect themselves if that makes sense so yeah. like speak up if somebody's making your child uncomfortable I guess in a sexual way, you know, teach your children that it is okay for them to speak up and say something, you know, whether they tell you or tell them that person direct, like, I don't like that, you know, you're asking me to sit on your lap and kissing them, kissing you on the cheek Mm. while you're stroking my back. It makes me feel uncomfortable. So that's, that's what I'm trying to think. I'm just thinking like at a young age to all the parents or parent figures, I think it's best to educate your child at a young age so they know what is acceptable and what's not acceptable. Because mm. they don't really teach that at a young age. I think I noticed within uh, the Pacific Island community, they've seen it as it's an innocent thing, like like it's not appropriate, but it is very appropriate because I remember being at a young age where if I'm having a shower and, you know, anybody coming into the bathroom to wash their hands, either, either an adult, it's seen as it's it's something innocent. And it is. You know, but then it doesn't teach. Mm. What what does it teach us? Like you know, I mean, I don't know if that makes sense. No, what you mean? Yeah, it, it makes does. sense. You it's mean like, like what does it teach yeah. the the child? Yeah, so it shows like okay, like you feel so comfortable that you allow anybody to come in and out yes. of the shower, um, out of the bathroom either if they're coming to use a toilet or or the. Come to yeah, we don't we don't teach yeah. boundaries. Mm. You know, because it's considered like, well, you're just a little shit. You know, you're just a little kid. You don't know anything about that. You know, and that's part of the cycle that needs to be broken and needs to be taught and recognized to the children, our children, you know, the, the future generation, because, you know, it's just, it's not acceptable. Yeah, I don't think it's appropriate. I think it's difficult for the um, older generation to understand that because if a child was to come to a parent and say, oh, um, I don't feel comfortable that uncle keeps touching my bum or something like that, mm. they look at it as like, 
stopping our PC, it's, it's nothing. They kind of brush it off. Yeah. Um, so I think it's really important that we pay attention to what our children are saying to us. Mm. Not just our children, whether it's our nieces, our nephews. Yeah. You know, if any child comes to you and says something, just pay close attention to their body language. Um, sorry, I kind of freshed out. <laughs> pay attention to how their body language is, their facial expressions when they're talking to you mm. and really take that in. Because sometimes we we are so busy and we're in like in a rush that we kind of brush off these these little moments that are <clears throat> pretty significant to a child. Mm. Yeah, and it's good to actually do something about it when a child does tell you something. Um, even if you feel like, oh, okay, I don't know. Sometimes like people, adults tend to think, oh, am I going to believe this child or not? I still think that even if you feel that, okay, it may not be true, still do something about it. Like, I think that it's good to address it. What do you mean may not be true? Like, Like, as in, you know how, like, like, for example, like, when um, I was saying, like, um, oh, yeah, I don't like the uncle keeps touching my bum. Like, oh, see, the way I think of it is what if the uncle was just walking past and accidentally bumped, you know, and then they took it as he touched my bum. Um, That's what I'm saying. So if you came with that mindset as a parent or an adult and thinking, like, might have been just an accident or something, I still believe to actually do something about it like go to the uncle and be like okay so it's you know my child or whatever didn't like that you you touched their bum like they told me that you touched them on the bum hmm. am i making sense yeah or like, so still kind of like still address it like, I think no matter what so the yeah. kid knows like no i think it's to let them know that if it's a constant touching on the bum yeah you know what i mean because if you think about it if if you don't if you're not like straightforward with your child they're going to come to you every single day and be like, this person touched my bum. This person, like, yeah, you know what I mean? True. Like, yeah. you know, but be very, like, firm with what you're trying to tell them. And ask them a lot of yeah, questions. Because, you know, yeah. that's the worst, I'm telling you now, is making false accusations. Because mm. you can really ru- like, ruin someone's life. Yeah, harder. Like, and you'll never be the same for that person. You know, so to answer this question, it's it's like not very black and white it's no you know straightforward answer it's not like as if symptoms that we can write down when you're having a cold and flu this is exactly what you have to look out for it's it's one of those things where it's very important to have a relationship with your children Mm. not you know not as a whole but individually Mm. teaching them at a young age so that they know that if whatever is you teach them that is appropriate and inappropriate that they will mention it to you you know, because they'll be comfortable to come they'll to be you comfortable and tell Always. you this yeah. is what's happening. Um, just like you guys mentioned earlier, there's no right or wrong answer to this. Mm. Um, there could be heaps of signs given to you, but some could be very obvious, some could be not obvious. Yeah. Um, I think some things that you can be cautious about is if your child, you know, starts acting or behaving in a way that's totally out of character. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if they start, if they're such a bubbly person and then all of a sudden they've just stopped and they're just self-isolating or, you know, they've stopped communicating with you, that could be a sign. Yeah. Um, Or even if they're like very, very eager to go to one specific person or a place, Mm, whether it's to church, whether it's to Mm. school, you know, whatever it is. um, I think, there's actually heaps of signs that could mm. be given. Because yeah. everyone, everyone deals with it differently. Because, mm. you know, you will have some children um, that will isolate from this predator and don't want to be next to him or her at all and be like, you know, mom, dad, I, I don't want to, you know. Um, don't, don't force them. Don't be like, just go, hello, umaka, uncle. No, if they don't want to, like, you know, just 
back off a little bit. And then you have some that will always want to be there all the time, always mm-hmm. want to go to dad, always want to go to mom and have that attachment, you know. And that's kind of like what happened here when the listener uh, shared her story is when the young girl was being raped by her own biological father, you know, and we don't hear about these things often. It's usually a stepdad or a stepmom or an uncle, an auntie, a brother, Mm. a sister, but who would have picked up from your own, you know, it's a biological, your biological father, you know? And then um, she also mentioned in there is that the siblings knew about it. And I noticed that a lot with Pacific Islanders, you know, because we all, most of us, you know, majority of us come from a big family, we are very close knitted, especially amongst siblings yep. you know like because we are each other's first best friends and mm-hmm. um especially when you're young you know it's like oh don't say anything because we don't want to get in trouble so we keep it mm. you know and i think the only way that you know children can speak up is teach them and you know um, it's very important especially within our culture you know allow them to speak you know don't do the whole like you know only speak when you're meant to you know be spoken to because they're going to grow up and just, they're, they're going to struggle. That's mm. what I'm saying. Like, they, they're not going to. They won't be able to. Yeah. yeah. And it would be hard for them to speak up then in the future. Um, and, and that can kind of also lead to, like, the child. So if it was to happen, um, the child just believing or thinking that this is normal, this is okay because no one has told me or taught me otherwise. Yes, that's so true. You know, so then they'll just think, oh, okay, I'm just going to let it go. It's fine. This must be like a normal everyday thing or whatever that is happening to them. And that's, that's a really sad part. And just going back to the listener who, who um, wrote, um, it actually broke my heart to hear that mm. this child, you know, um, just being an innocent minded, you know, in class, get talking about, you know, I guess it was sex yeah, education that's how you got brought up. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, that's sorry. how I was brought that's up. A, yeah. So that. the, yeah. So what had happened was during this class discussion, they spoke about sex and, um, and this child was like, yes, I've like, I've already had sex. Obviously this was like red flags to the teacher. Um, and then saying, I, you know, I have sex with my father. That actually broke my heart. Mm. But see, this is what we were talking about, going back to educating our children. This poor child probably thought it was like a normal thing. Yeah. This is the kind of relationship that everyone has with their fathers. That's Mm -hmm. probably what the child was thinking. And you don't wait till your child starts school to teach them about certain things. Yeah. Because I know, um, I, I heard it like, you know, growing up as well is that they don't like to teach us about sex because it's like, oh, well, if we teach you, you're going to want to go and, you know, experience, experience it. Mm-hmm. Don't no, you don't know the it. difference. You know what I mean? Like yeah. teach, you know, if we, if we're taught what is appropriate and what's not, then we wouldn't want to, you know, what child's going to be like, oh, can you come and, you know, touch my Yeah. <laughs> No, I thought it's kind of important just to um, be mer- very mindful around grooming. Mm, yeah, so yeah, grooming that's, that's is when, one. you know, someone, you know, will do everything um, in their power to give something to a child or something just to get something back in return. And then they'll do code words like, this is our little secret. Um, make sure you don't tell anyone. And if they're constantly treating that one child different, different. to everyone else, kind of you know i'm not saying go and start blaming everyone who spoils your yeah kid. don't accuse anyone don't <laughs> accuse anyone but yeah. just be cautious yeah you know speak to your child and i think it goes back to we've been saying this a lot through this um episode is you know educating your children at a young age you mm. know and as they as they grow up you know expand on that before they hit puberty you know continue talking about it like mm. you're gonna start to grow little hairs here and there your private parts no one's allowed to touch that 
no one can even um whether you have your clothes on or off i think that's important as well because mm. some people look at it as no it's only if they do it when they're naked or mm. touching their skin if they're doing it yeah. over your clothes that's still bad mm. you mm. still can't do that yeah and if they can't uh, they can't even like it's not see the thing is right they always i always see it on social media i talk to you know family and friends and you know they always say our oh, times have changed you never it wasn't like this like that well that's probably why for the last you know decades everyone's had mental health issues and it's just being made more aware now like i was saying for example like when when we would go to the beach and we had to like take our clothes off and yep. get changed you know we we're little kids you know it's innocent mm. you know but like imagine our parents are not being educated on that. You know, other people that are pedophiles are watching, you know, because they're everywhere. They are. You know, yes, and those are, are some of the things yeah. that just need to, like, just be aware of, you know. And it's important to say, you know, we're not professionals in this. You know, there's no book that teaches parents how to be great and best parents. We just wanted to kind of discuss about, you know, the importance of recognizing, you know, the signs, the signs mm. you know, because this can happen anywhere. Either mm. it can be at home, it can be at school, it can be at church, yeah. it can be sports like at clubs. the sports clubs. It can be, anywhere. it can happen anywhere. Yeah. And it's important to know that predators come in all forms, shapes, mm. sizes. Hard out. They, yeah, yeah, you can't. There's no one specific um, description that's going to tell you. All right, this guy, he's a pedophile, or she's because he looks like he's bald headed with glasses. <laughs> no, and he's working in a yeah. big bag. Yeah, like you know, peeping tom is what they yeah. call him. But like you know, that's a stereotype. You know, but. You know, they come in all different, like what you said. It can be a yeah. female, it can be a male, it can be a well-respected... It can be anyone, a coach. community leader, it could be yeah. anyone. Just, it could even be their older cousin. Mm. Like literally anyone. Anyone. Yeah, pretty much. And I think it's also important as well to... Be, I'm not saying that this is absolutely not good, you know, to all the parents who are listening, but... Also, be cautious when you you allow your children to have sleepovers. Oh yeah, as well. Yeah, that was another general. thing. Yeah, because <laughs> with my own experience, I'll quickly just share. Like uh, my children know that they're not allowed to sleep over at any friend's house, no matter what. Like no exception. I don't care who it is. But I guess there was only like three other places, which is like obviously my parents and two of my siblings' houses. But um, it's just the thought of it's better to be safe than sorry for me. Um, and this is why I teach my children, you know, they don't like, they kind of understand, but they don't. And it's more so like, oh, but I trust my friend. And then I have to remind them and let them know that, okay, well, I don't even know your friend's name. I don't know your friend's parents. I don't know who else lives in that house. I know nothing about them. And so that was one thing I wanted to point out as well. It's just, yeah, just, just be cautious. Like when it comes to sleepovers, especially at friends' houses mm. or anywhere actually, but just, yeah. Because we, we weren't allowed to, because we weren't allowed to sleep over anyone's house, but we were never told why. We used to always just get told of like, you're not allowed to go sleep at anyone's house, and that was it. Mm, yeah, you know what I mean. And that's what that's we true. always grew up with. Yeah, it was either, no yeah, yeah, it was either just our um our first cousin's house, and that. But yeah. no, no such thing as sleeping at a friend's house. Since when the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you just it's just it's it's a scary thought, even for me. Like just mm. thinking about it, like I'm just like, mm, nah, doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, I think also if, um, you know, a child or anyone comes to you, don't take anything lightly. Mm. Yeah. You know, just really listen. Yeah. Because sometimes you'll be amazed at what children are thinking and what how they're feeling yeah. if we yeah. don't pay close attention to that. Yeah. And then that kind of restricts them from ever wanting to come to you in future and telling you, oh, I felt like this today because of this, this, that. And you brushed me off. That, that and, reminds yeah. me that they said... Um, 
when I was doing the mental health um, course that um, she gave an example when it comes to children and parents when you know a lot often children would come like oh look mom like my drawing you know but like you're you're tired you're exhausted you're like yeah 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 like yeah oh, that's nice and they keep coming but to the child this drawing your attention is important to them mm. but if you're if you constantly just keep kind of like brushing them off because I know you know it gets exhausting right yeah they're gonna grow up and thinking that I'm not going to share what's important to me because yes. you constantly kept pushing me away. Yes, Even, you can teach me what's inappropriate, but what's not. But if it's important to your child and you can see it in their face, mm. you know what I mean? And I think that's the, the, the beautiful thing with, with children and the connection that they have with their parents is that you have these little, you know, these little human beings that are growing and you have that power and control to teach them, you know, about life. Yeah. So it's if it's important to your little kid, to your child, doesn't matter how old they are. Um, even if it's riding the scooter a certain way, whatever it may be, <laughs> show that. Yeah, even if they do it constantly, like <laughs> nephew will show me that he same can jump off the one step. You know, the first time I was like, wow, and then I was like, I found myself saying wow for the last ten minutes. You know, um, and then I was like, oh, auntie's tired now. You know, but like, you know, and I gave him a little high five. You know, I'm not saying that it's easy, but it is important. Mm. So. If it's important to your child to come and express something that they learn or something exciting that they're doing, show that you are listening and that you're engaged. And I think that's the only thing that I would say to uh, the listener that sent this in and to any parents or parent figure or um, guardian or, you know, whatever role you play to your children or your child's life is have a relationship Mm. individually yeah. not as a whole not be like yeah we pray all together as a family we eat dinner all together no like take them out on a date like you know you, you know be like oh this week is things turn we're gonna go have ice cream like, talk well, about well, the day yeah. you know and um you know but when it's important discussions talking about um inappropriate and what's appro- appropriate say it as siblings and teaching them um about speaking up you know because i think with like our experience as siblings because we're, we're quite close um I remember when mom would say that if you love your sister, you would say something, but we've seen it as, no, but I love her. I'm not going to say anything, yeah. you know, yeah. and it kind of put yeah. us in that awkward position as children when things were happening. Um, but now that, you know, in my own opinion, I understand it's, I would have been able to help. Yeah. You know, right then and there, if I said something, but because I seen it as no, uh, you know, I don't want to, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want it to make it any you'll worse. You'll be afraid at the same time. Yeah, yeah you're afraid you at the same time, but at the same time, we weren't really um, taught how to speak up when things are important because we were always like, you know, it was considered like, like, you know what yeah. I mean? But, you know, and it's not to blame our parents. And that's no, what's important yeah. about no, these yeah. episodes is yeah. it's not blaming parents just because they came with the, from the islands that you know they're not educated mm. it doesn't mean that they don't love you or they're this and that and that's what's so so like powerful mm. being born and raised in a westernized country is that we have become more educated yeah yes you know yeah. what i mean and we can do something about it we know now the why let's focus more on how you mm. know and like going back to you know the child you know it's important for our people to know and understand there is always help yeah. regardless you know always, yeah. um, most of the time you were not aware you know that you know the only to be honest the only thing that they always taught us like oh the only way you can get help is that if you take it to the lord or repent of your sins <laughs> take it to the lord oh, you know and growing right. up you know yeah. and it's not it's not it's not a bad oh thing gosh. but that's yeah. mostly the only thing that they taught us like you know if you turn your scriptures to this like no yeah. like yeah, we pray. get that we we get that we understand that but how can we help them fully heal yeah. You know, 
There's because services. There's heaps of, yeah, heaps of services yeah. out there. Um, not just for you as a parent, you know, if you're struggling and you don't know what to do. There's also help for your children. There's mm. like, um, they can jump online on the internet. I'm sure everyone has access to it. Nowadays, um, yeah. Nowadays, yeah. Kids yeah. Helpline. Kids Helpline. They have Relationship Australia. Australia. Even Mission Chat. Australia helps with that Salvation Army's got speak services. Speak to your GP. Speak to, to your GP. That's yeah. always a good one. Um, speak to your GP. Go on to, to a therapist. And don't do the whole, only Jesus is our therapist. Look, the Lord blessed other people with these abilities to help you emotionally and mentally. Don't yeah. be too ignorant yeah you know like it's you're not a bad person you're not a bad mother if something happens within your family you know we focus so much on people looking from the outside inside to a family that we keep it hush hush you know let's keep it quiet you know no that's not going to help yeah. You know, and that's another part of the cycle that needs to be broken we focus so much on other people's opinions when your child is suffering yeah and you know what 100%. and the important thing that i'm gonna put it out there even if it happens to them as a child and as an adult, anybody that's been sexually abused, something will always trigger them. You mm. cannot tell a victim, just get over it. It happened years ago, this or that. You know, not saying for them that they should dwell on it, but, you know, a certain smell, a certain, um, even certain words, certain song can trigger from, to, like, from the predator. The predator could have had, like, could have had used, a, like, an actual word for them. You know, cookie time yeah, or something. You know, a smell. It can be the smell of alcohol. It can be the smell of gaba. Can, can, can be a color. Can be any color. Yeah, anything. So be Literally. mindful of that. So that's why it's important to seek professional help. Mm. You know, to you know see you know see a therapist, see a psychologist, because you know I'm not saying to just throw your child on medication, this and that. There are it's a process because it, it affects them for a long time. People don't get over these things. Yep. You know, but they can heal. They can heal. A hundred percent they can heal. But it's not one of those things like, okay, you see the therapist today, you'll get yeah, over it tomorrow. It's not. It's a, not. No, quick fix. Yeah. It doesn't happen overnight. It is a long process. And um, it, I find that a lot of people will find it quite scary, mm. you know, or frightening. They, It's always the first step that's the hardest. Once you yeah. get through that first step, you know, be there for your child. And it's yeah. important for you to also take care of yourself as the parent yeah. or the parent figure. Yeah. Um, to not only, you know, make sure you're there for your child, but you need someone that's going to be there for you too. So it's important to seek help. doesn't mean you're weak. doesn't mean that you're any less of a parent. Um, and it's important not to blame yourself. Mm, you know, right. these things happen, yeah, unfortunately. Don't but don't blame yourself. Don't beat yourself up like, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. Forget the should have, could have, and just focus on, okay, what are we going to do right yeah. now? Yeah, 100%. That's, that's a really good one. I actually liked what you just said yeah. there. Because if you leave it for too long and not work upon it mm. with your child, there is like lifelong effects Damages. and yeah. everything, like trauma, and it could just get worse. And just be cautious with who you allow to stay at your house. Because I remember like us growing up, we like we always had people living with us <laughs> because mom's mindset, you know, was like, you know, when I was in Tonga, my mom was a loving lady, you know, if yeah. we ever needed we someone to stay, out, we never yeah. kicked anybody out, you know. Yeah. And to us, we thought, yo, that's true, that's normal, that's love, you know, we care for our people. But then most of the people that we love and care and allowed into our house or our home or others like allow into their home they're the predators and they took advantage of that and they took yeah. advantage of that and i hate that like you know so just be mindful with who you allow to stay at your house or who can babysit you know what i mean like that that's important like gotta protect the children that's so true and make your child feel valued and heard mm. when yeah. they do come to you 100. yeah 
Don't palm it off as, oh, it's all right, uncle was just drunk. It was just a one-time thing. Yeah, don't don't use ever use excuses, yeah. alcohol in, as an excuse. Take it seriously. Um, but really hug. Well, all you parents out there, parent figures too, hug your child a little tight tonight. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. yeah. Anyone else? Yeah, that we missed or that we could talk about. I... Well, if we missed anything, um, I guess with yeah. our listeners, just send us a DM. Kind of just like what our listener done. Um, our heart goes out to you and your friend, or you know, um, any parent, any parent, yeah. yeah, and yes. anybody that's you know that's a victim and is yeah. still struggling through this. Um, our hearts go out to you. Um, you're not alone. You know, don't even hesitate. If you want to contact us, you can, but there are services out there. And yeah. the first step is allowing yourself to get the help that you deserve. Yeah. You yeah. deserve that healing. You deserve to be heard. Mm. You know, you're not, you know, as much as you feel like, oh, you might be alone doing this or, nah, you're not alone. You, you'd be surprised how many people would be standing by you. Even if it's, you know, if your parents weren't there the way you wanted them to be, you know, it's unfortunate that does happen often within the Pacific Island community is that we, it's like we cry and crave for, for our parents should have done this. Our parents should have done this and that. You know, it's unfortunate that most or some, they don't do anything about it. Mm. You know, and that's because that's all that they know. Yeah. And it's, you know, some say, oh, it's because they don't love me. You know, it's it's a very difficult situation, you know, yeah. but moving forward, you can move forward, you know, not overnight, but, you know, there are, you know, that's why Every I time. think... Yeah. Over time, hundred percent. Yeah, but I think so, that's a yeah. that's a wrap, eh, guys? Yeah, I yeah. Think, yeah, I think that, that was good. Yeah, if you missed yeah. anything or you have any comments or questions, just hit mm. us a DM. Yeah, yeah, if you wanted us to elaborate on another specific, like topic that similar to this, on, yeah, um, yeah, just let us know. Just let us know, and to all the parents out there, protect your babies, love them, nurture them, care for them. Um, Hug Pick them. up the signs. Pick up the signs. Ask questions. Ask questions. Be Educate close. your kids at a young age. You know, let them know. Let them know. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Please continue to tune in. Um, don't forget to follow us on Talks with Anne. Share us with your family and friends. Um, the full audio can be found on Spotify and also YouTube. Yep. And always remember, you have the choice to what you accept in life. Bye. Bye.